Welcome back to another episode of Life with Lamb. Today I'm here with Stephen Ewan. You want to say hi? Hi, hi. <laughs> <laughs> How are you going, mate? How was your day? I'm good. Today was um very amazing. I woke up, had went to Tradson to spend some of my um commission money. Oh, are we gonna <laughs> are we gonna drop the figures? <laughs> spend, you don't have to. Okay, you don't okay. have to. No, I I know I feel comfortable with it. Um, because I hadn't spent too much in a while, and um I spent four hundred at ADLV. Uh. But, like, some of that was for a friend, so that's all good. And after that, um, I just had, uh, well, oysters. Oysters, actually. Oyster, and, yum. And I did see that on your close friends. <laughs> yeah, and something I found out, actually, was that oysters were, like, something that um, riled you up, <laughs> you know? like oh, Is it, like, a sex food? Like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, dead oh, ass. Like, I, I love to see it. <laughs> yeah, I was talking to my friend about it, and he was like, "Oh, fun fact!" And I'm like, "Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I just know that." Like, like, do you just gain sex points? Or <laughs> yeah, no, we we were on the topic of dates. Oh, and, cute. Yeah. And I was like, "Oh, well, what's your ideal date?" And this friend of mine was like, "Oh, yeah, I'd take her to a seafood market and take her to get oysters." And I'm like, <laughs> "I'm like oysters? That, that's a bit particular." Ah, and then he's onto then, something. Yeah, and then then he explained why, and I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) Smart man, Um, smart man. He's done his research, done his homework. (laughs) Anyway, welcome to season five. Hopefully the video's working, because season four took a plummet until the very end (laughs) where we finally got our shit together, Stephen. Finally. Yes, sir. Um, Let me just double check, actually. (laughs) (laughs) No, we didn't. Okay, wait. There we go. We're back. We don't, I'm not even going to edit this because we're still learning. Yeah, <laughs> season yeah, five, it, it's, season it's five, part of it. <laughs> we're still learning. I just turned it on airplane mode, but we're still recording. Anyway, actually, before I start, look at my hair. Look at my hair, friends. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, honest, honest thoughts. Honest thoughts. Oh, I told you my honest thought when I first saw it. It's, uh, it's amazing. It suits you, like Thank 100%. You. Thank you very handsome, much. Handsome, very handsome. Uh, funny story, and then we'll get into your podcast because this is, you know, Life with Lamb mm. interview. Uh friends of all kinds and uh all different um backgrounds and cultures and <laughs> okay anyway i'll stop bullshitting um <laughs> cost me 160 dollars from bieber academy look a lot of money a few people that are told especially girls who like normally get their hair dyed they're like geez that's like a bit of money bit expensive and i was like okay like i didn't know this is my first time bleaching my hair um but i made friends with my barber i'm gonna i'm gonna damn him I'm hopefully going to get on the podcast. <laughs> Don't you think that'd be sick? Like, yeah, yeah, I think that'd be hell sick. I want to yeah. know about barbers. Yeah. Like, how do they create, like, conversation for, like, hours on end? Oh, yeah, that 100%. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, he's just taking out the pop filter, but oh, it's my, okay. My bad, my bad. Um, yeah, they just, they just don't, don't stop talking. And it's like, how do you do that? Mm. You must, like, need to wake up and have, like, lots of energy, you know? Um, anyway, cost me $160. Uh, bleach my hair. Um, I actually got chemical burning, called up Bieber and look, Isika, my girlfriend, she, she was like, babe, you have to call them. Otherwise, like, oh. like it's <laughs> not good. You, you paid all this money to get burnt. And then I called them. I was like, hey, like, I was like, the girl that bleached my hair was so nice, but like it, my head hurt. Yeah. I was like, hey, um, look, the service is really good, but you fucked up my hair. <laughs> Can you check it? Anyway, long story short, bitched it. Uh, didn't get my money's worth. Sorry, Isika, for disappointing you. Uh, <laughs> bit of a Karen moment from her, but, you know, just got to get your money's worth. Yeah. Anyway, enough about enough about me. Stephen, talk to us about yourself. Oh, yeah, Who well, are you? Um, what are you about? Yeah, I'm I'm 19 years old. I'm at 
the University of Melbourne studying commerce, thinking of majoring in marketing and management, but I might move to arts just because I like creative writing. Oh, um, damn. I did not know this. Yeah. Like, um, it was a recent thought because I, I did more like research into commerce and like talked to a couple of friends that have been through <clears throat> the whole journey and, um, and like, I've heard mixed things. Like I've heard some people really make it, um, and and they're really happy with their corporate job and whatnot. But I've also heard that other side of like just being fucking depressed <laughs> behind a desk. <laughs> so I'm like, so what do you want to hear? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, I'm like, ooh, <laughs> you know. Um, so yeah, but I think creative writing is always something I could pick up uh, later on. So, so right now I'm just running the running it through with marketing and, and we'll see how that goes. Yeah, I'd love to see it. I'd, yeah. Actually, this is news to me as well because I thought we were going to be marketing <laughs> manager. <laughs> so, it's a bit sad, but... Yeah, no, you know, we, 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 we still got to line our subjects together, hey? Yeah, facts. Yeah, so we got it for um, you know, study dates. Oh, and so 100%, yeah, study dates No collision. Well. Yeah, no, 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 never. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's never happened. That's... um. <laughs> Please don't listen to this if you're a Melbourne Uni uh, tutorial. It's just like stop ones, like oh, yeah, yeah stop ones, just monitoring life with them. So uh, anyway, um, so yeah, what do you do? I guess like oh yeah, what do I do? Um, I'm a huge reader, so I a book I'm reading right now is 101 essays that would change the way you think. Um, that one's like it was really eye opening at the start, and nowadays I just read one chapter. Um, like every few days, like just to just to run it through it, because it's like um the chapters are essays, so and they they just offer different perspectives. In terms um, of what, like what do they vary in topic, or is yeah, it sort 100%. of like more self help? Yeah, uh, they they do vary in topic. They're like um, one of the topics is like uh ten misunderstandings we have about emotions, like human emotions, and and that was just talking about um, like how our emotions aren't like reality and, and factual you know like um they could almost feel so true but but you've always got to like um question them a bit more uh and yeah that was just something that i didn't know and that changed my perspective a lot mm. yeah um so i guess on that that sounds more like self-help sort of topics yeah uh, i myself am reading the motivation manifesto Look, it's my news resolution was to read a few pages a day, <laughs> mate. Like I've been very flat out, uh, doing summer intensive, working a lot. Um, but I find with the the general feedback from self help books and from my um, summer intensive, actually, I was doing well being and performance, like Wham Booster. But like mm. I found it so interesting because they talked about how self help books can be very rigid, and like I totally agree. Um, but if mm. you can look past that and sort of um, pick and choose which parts of the book that you really resonate with and apply that to your life. I've, like, learned so much. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, and um, do you feel the same way with reading? Like, do you take everything in for what it is or do you feel like you have that perspective and ability to shift your opinions surrounding it and, I guess, make your own opinion out of it? Yeah, like, um, definitely making my own opinion is something... Um, that I find myself doing a lot more because as I read different self-help books, like they'll legit tell me different things. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll form my own opinion uh, based off like the wisdom that you've given me. Um, but like picking and choosing definitely is something that has changed the way I read books actually. Um, I was watching this YouTuber talk about reading books and they were just like, you've got to kind of shift your mindset from you don't need to complete the entire book 
or you don't gotta like go from yeah page one to page three six five or something like that and have literally everything yeah like and regurgitate everything back i guess yeah 100 percent. just read the chapters that you're interested in and get that like mental fulfillment get that mental joy and move on to the next book because like some chapters in these self-help books just might not align to you like there's there was a chap there, there was chapters in um jordan peterson's uh 12 rules for life that went into family um a lot more and and i was just like <laughs> I don't relate to this. <laughs> I'm like I'm, I'm I'm like 17 and I'm reading this and I'm like I haven't thought of that at all. And um so nowadays I pick up self-help books. I look at the chapters that I feel like um I'm interested in even slightly and I'll just read those and then you know, my it might be like two chapters from a 12 chapter book and and I'll read those and I'll just move on. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I think like in this modern day and era like tiktok's a thing our attention spans getting a lot shorter and i think the main reason why people just stop reading books in general like like and with myself in particular like i had that whole uh new year's resolution to read read more and like all that stuff and i I did it i hammered at it and then it just like lulled a little bit and then it just dissipated and i think it's because of the stimuli that like social media brings to life and how it's shortened our attention span so i think that's a really good tip um, if you sort of just read the contents page and be like, hey, like, oh, family, oh, I'm a bit young, maybe not, <laughs> maybe I'll yeah. skip past it, it's a bit deep, um, those sorts of things and like having the maturity to be able to decipher through and find what suits you is a bit better. Yeah, I think that's, 100%. and like going even further, sorry, I'm going in a rabbit hole already and we're 10 minutes in. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's fine. I think I'm like going. subconsciously we do that with our friends. Like if some, if you're not fucking with someone, like you will subconsciously just divert your attention away and sort of just slip away yeah. bit by bit but whereas with other people you might just gravitate more towards them yeah i don't know do you do you find that the same way or yeah um like naturally like i've i've felt that uh i used to have this really really close friend um and we've been we've been solid friends throughout like high school like year seven like He's my longest friend, actually. Um, that's a long, that's a long friendship. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, um, I mean, I've heard, I've heard other friendships, like from other mates, and they're like, oh yeah, I've been friends with this guy for like since prep, and I'm like, wow, that's that's super long. Um, for me, since year seven's the longest I've had, and um, we've been through like we went to the same tutor together, like multiple tutor places. We've been just gone together, and um, and we just drifted actually um in uni like towards first year or second year and that was just like what i'm thinking like the reason why is just because we have like different personalities you know mm. like different values different kind of like jokes we tell and like stuff that we do like to enjoy ourselves is like really different um just to slip in did you go to the same school we did go to the same high school um so from year seven to year nine we did and then i then i moved to high schools mm. So, yeah. And I guess, like, I guess the three years of being friends, like, you develop this sort of friendship. And yeah. I say that with quotation marks, um, if you're watching the video, mm. uh, in quotation marks, because I think, and like I've said before in my podcasts, like, high school puts you in this simulation where you're sort of, like, forced to adapt and then believe that that's your new normal mm. because you're there five days a week, nine to three every single day so <laughs> yeah. if you're with this person and you feel like they're your close friend then 
I don't know. Like sometimes, sometimes you don't know whether it's real or not. Yeah, and like no, no, it's no, so philosoph- philosophical and like maybe even like really bad as well. And yeah. I'm not saying don't trust your friends, but I don't know. <laughs> I, I just really have this ick with high school. Yeah, no, I I definitely prefer uni so much more. Um, like high school, like they kind of become almost integrated in your routine. Um, if you could say that, and it's it's not it doesn't sound good, but um, it's like. Like, don't get me wrong, he's still he's still a good friend and we're still on good terms. Um, but with university, what I like a lot more is that, yeah, you can pick and really more pick and choose who you're friends with because it's so much more diverse. Um, you don't see them every day. Mm. Um, you've got tutorials together, but it's really, it's really up to you on whether you want to continue that friendship outside, you know? For sure. And it's a really freeing, um, like, piece of knowledge that you do acquire throughout uni. And, and I think it's so important that... Um, after high school you understand that that's normal and that can happen and you shouldn't be upset by it and it's not like you're like on shit terms with people it's just like people grow apart yeah and it just happens naturally yeah for sure now i've created a google form for uh any guests that want to hop on the pod obviously you don't have to completely fill it out i might create a new one where it's like oh what social media do you want me to promote but Mm. we've compiled a list of topics you've got uh, number one as making friends. Do you mm. want to dive deep into that one? I feel like we we can both talk about this one. You've, you, yeah. You, you've 100%. mentioned here that you've got a recent awkward switch off. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. Um, well, before that, I'll, I'll brush, uh, like, briefly on on emotions because um i'm oh, on true, you do have that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so, so sorry hey, mate, hey, <laughs> mate the form's so shit no, I've, I've got it all here and i can't even read off and that was one of the shittest transitions ever but please yeah you've <laughs> hopped on accutane recently talk to us about that yeah so i've hopped on accutane and that was mainly to treat like a lot of back scars that i had um so i used to have acne on my back but that's just faded into scars now and um and I've also got some on my face. It's not, like, as bad um, as, like, other people that have taken Accutane. But I kind of, like, have tried, like, different skincare routines, you know? I'm, like, I'm trying, like, um, the ordinary and, like, La Porsche something. Uh, <laughs> I'm yeah, going yeah. to get slandered for that pronunciation. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> but, okay. Um, You're investing in your skincare. And I feel like men should do that more often. Yeah, did ass. Yeah. Like, um, I, uh, this is a side topic, but I actually remember... um. Like, I, this is not skincare, but more like makeup. I used to wear like eyeliner to like make my oh, eyes bigger. Yeah, did ass. Um, but anyways, back on the Accutane thing. Um, yeah, I started taking Accutane, and and before I started taking Accutane, I actually remember like my life was like going pretty well. You know, like I was like happy. I was like going out with friends, like having a blast. You know, like genuinely every day would be like sunshine and rainbows as, <laughs> as cliche as that sounds like we love would, to see it i would just like yeah like school was going well as well family was going well um and then and then like i started taking these pills and i'm like well it doesn't affect everyone so i'm like um only if your family's had a history of depression will will it really have a drastic effect and i'm like all right it, it should be fine like and then <laughs> two like two weeks through it i'm like okay i'm starting to feel a bit shittier like like and the circumstances around me didn't really change i just started feeling like more numb like more tired like moments of like emotionless and i'm like this is placebo effect right i'm like 
<laughs> I'm tripping here, right? And then as you go on, um, it starts to get worse, definitely. Um, and I found myself like a lot more sensitive, actually, uh, to little things that my friends did. And I'd be like, I just sometimes like, yo, no. <laughs> yeah, right. And is because Accutane, you're putting hormones into your body to fight the acne is that is that how i'm i'm a common student so it messes with your hormones it, it, um, yeah, yeah it, it must it must do something with your hormones because that's mm. like the first reason as to why you might break out um do you have any specific examples of when you're sort of like not but i don't want to say butt hurt because it's just like not appropriate but i guess you you felt a bit hurt from something oh like, yeah 100 percent. yeah 100 <laughs> percent. like oh recently that was a that was the awkward moment i had um <laughs> when I was making friends, yeah. So, me and my friend were at um, this communal area for an apartment. And we were just, like, hanging around, like, playing table tennis, playing pool. Because there's a pool table and a, ta- uh, and a table tennis table at this communal area. And so, these people, like, these two people joined us. And, <laughs> and I'm, uh, like, if they're, if they're watching this podcast, like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was so cold. Um, so what happened was, yeah, they they joined us for pool, uh, and and one of them, the girl, didn't want to play. So it was just uh, three guys playing, and I guess like like I didn't really feel it, but I think um I think the guy that was with that girl uh felt like there was a there was an air of like just wanting to impress this person because he was with her. Um, so the guy the guy that you've met. Yeah, the, the new guy, guy the new that guy. came with the girl. Yeah. Has some sort of like macho ooh. Yeah, it's ooh, seen that ooh, way. Ooh. <laughs> it's I'm definitely big gorilla. Seen, <laughs> yeah, definitely seen that way. Yeah. Yeah, it's seen that okay, way. Okay. I, um, I love when you can see that in someone. It, I, I don't know, just something about me something about it just I'm like, you're desperate. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm like I'm like, why are you telling these jokes in this way? I'm like, oh, was he making like Yeah. Oh, oh. It was like um this is something I dislike. Like, all right, I'm all for banter, right? Uh, like, especially for close friends. Like, banter is something that, um, like, I enjoy as much as anyone else. Um, and and even if you've been friends for, like, just a month or, or less. But I feel like the first time when you're meeting someone, <laughs> like, unless the vibes are there, unless the vibes are certainly there, like, everything's popping off. You've read the room correctly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you've read the room correctly, everything's popping off, then, yeah, have some banter. Like, it's it's chill. It, like, you've, you've gotten to that point. But when it's a bit quiet, <laughs> right, no music's playing and, and you're just in that room, you know, like, maybe, you know, like, try and ease yourself into that friendship a bit more before you, like, ah, uh, that was such a shit ball that you just <laughs> pocketed. Oh, so it's like, like the, it's like the classic, oh, mate, that was so bad. Yeah, I could do like, so much better. Fuck. Yeah, I was like, oh, I forgot my turn, and he was like, ah, oh, I feel like you're taking all of your your mates' turns, you know, and like just little like snarky remarks. Snarky so remarks. Like, yep. That that he tried to like play off as a joke. So I was like, yo, I'm not. <laughs> like, where is this coming from? Nah, yo? just let this man's impress <laughs> the girl, you know. Fuck. Yeah. So um, but uh, well, what I like, what I was doing actually was um. I was just, like, I don't know if this was Accutane or I just didn't like this guy, but I was just, like, <laughs> I don't know which of them. Uh, Probably but, both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was both. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I was, like, cold that night. I was, like, um, I remember, like, well, firstly, I didn't want to talk to, like, the... I, I talked to the girl there, but I didn't, like... 
um, go out of my way to do it, you know, because I didn't want to like threaten him or anything like that. At that point, <laughs> if, if they're, if they're <laughs> like making those jokes and like sort of doing like the sneaky, like looking at the girl, like after he makes the jokes <laughs> to see if there's a reaction, I feel like if you go and talk to that girl, uh, I'm gonna get someone's heart, someone's heart's gonna get like a bit twingy, you know, yeah. like they're, they're very insecure at that point. I don't know, that's just me though. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, um, so I just, I just took a step back and like, I just like, this is so awkward because usually I'm like, um, I like to think that I'm more like receptive to making friends and like going out there asking them like, oh, like, what do you do? And uh, like, what subjects are you taking? And like, you know, like, what are your interests and all that? But, <laughs> but did ask you, I was just like on my phone. <laughs> I was just like standing on like you know that round table in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was just like leaning against that, and like I was just on my phone. <laughs> it was the most sad thing, because more people actually joined us. More like oh, two okay. two other people joined us. So it was a group of six, and then I was like the only guy that was like I don't want to fuck with you guys. <laughs> fair enough. I guess. Nah. That yeah. that's I that's a fair enough turn off. You know. Yeah. Who has the confidence to, like... uh, Like, I I think I banter a lot, but there is a definite fine line between, like, insulting someone who you first met and, like, bantering. Yeah, deadass. Yeah. Even, like, put-down jokes, bro. Like, I I don't fuck with put-down jokes. Look, I'm a culprit to it. Sometimes I put people down for, like... uh, It's not intrinsic gain. It's definitely extrinsic. It's It's not amountable to anything. It doesn't make me a better person. In fact, it makes me worse and it actually puts other people down as well. And I need to be more aware of it and just like, just shut up. If you don't have anything good to say, don't say it. Yeah, it that's. Yeah. I think that's like a motto I've taken on m- more recently. Like, don't fucking say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Unless yeah. it's like they're attacking you or something and you need to sort of just like stand up for yourself. Don't say mm. it. <laughs> mm. Yeah. That, that's probably the only like situation that I can think of where you should like stand up for yourself, I guess. Yeah. Like, um, yeah, I'm all for setting up for myself. And I've had my fair share of, like, just direct co- confrontations in high school. Oh, <laughs> like, shit, I just remember, um, this just reminds me of this time, like, this girl was just, like, attacking me for no reason. And, like, uh, I think it was recess. recess. And this is year 10. So, like, no one's... Co- and, and it was a new school, actually. Like, oh. Like, a new cohort. Because, um, you enter, like, I'll just name drop my high school, like, John Monash. Um, you enter John Monash Science School in year 10. Um, and by the way, like, <laughs> this is, uh, this is no way representative of John Monash culture. This is, this might just be like <laughs> Moody Steven. Okay. I, lo- so, <laughs> I love, I love how you're like trying to maintain the goodwill of the school. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, the school is good. I was just, I was just a bit, um, too, <laughs> too confrontational. Year 10 is like that, that, <laughs> that year where you're like, shit yeah, goes down, year 10. Yeah. Year 10. Yeah. Shit does go down in year 10. <laughs> so, so what happened? She, yeah, she was like making these snarky remarks and I just, um, we had science class, next class, and, and I walked up to um, her science like kind of table, like, and her, her friends were sitting around it and I was just like, I didn't like what you said. <laughs> that's, <laughs> big, that's big in your tent. That's, yeah, that's fucking that's huge. <laughs> that, that was like the talking point of lunch. <laughs> Everyone's talking about lunch. Did you oh, did you hear Steven? Did you hear Steven? <laughs> he doesn't he didn't like what that girl said. <laughs> yeah, I told it straight to her face. I was like, um That's fucking ballsy. I, I, I didn't appreciate what you said. And then and then she was she was just like t- she was like shocked, right? Because like oh, who, who, the yeah, fuck? who the fuck in year ten <laughs> expects that? Exactly. I would not. Yeah. I would just be like, fuck, I hate that guy so much. Like <laughs> literally on the other side of like the school or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. Uh like she she was but at the table she was like, 
oh, I'm so sorry, and and that, and uh, I was like, okay, just don't do it again, and then I walked off. Fuck. But I felt that's badass, dude. dude the adrenaline was like oh. running through me, bro. I was like, I felt like a badass. I was like, son, dunk. Yeah, literally in your tent. That's my confrontation. Fuck yes. Yeah. Oh my god, that's that's um. ballsy. I I respect that, and I feel like as I've gotten older, and I'm sure with you as well, con- confrontation should not be avoided. Yeah. You shouldn't avoid it. Uh, of course, don't bring it up at every possible opportunity, but yeah. there's always room for improvement with everyone, whether it be a relationship, a friendship, family. And yeah, some people might take it differently. I know a lot of people who don't take feedback too well. Yeah. I was like that myself. But once you start hearing it and like other people in your friendship group start doing it as well, I think you become a much better person because of it. Because if you're doing something like that's upsetting other people and they don't call you out for it, they're just going to leave you and then you're confused. Mm. But if you call people out, it doesn't have to be hostile. You can just be like, like what you said, I don't like what you did. Mm. Like those, what I don't like what you did. Like five words, (laughs) five, six words. I can't count. (laughs) Um, Like they, they mean a lot to people as well and they actually take it on board. So Good on you for doing that. Yeah, thank you. 100%. I've, I've been on the receiving end of it too. And yeah, it's, um, same. It's life-changing. It is life-changing. It's amazing. It, I love it. it. <laughs> I, 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 I love I, I don't. I don't seek it. <laughs> I don't seek to get criticized, but when it does come, I appreciate it immensely. No one does. We're all human. Like, no one is built there saying, yes, fuck me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, that'd be Obliterate me. <laughs> like, no one... No Unless one you've got a king for it, hey. <laughs> no, no one in their right mind would sit there and, like, want that feedback but it happens mm. all the time if you think about it, like work um like in a sporting team sporting environment um whether like you're doing a bench press like oh hey like your form was shit <laughs> yeah, <laughs> here's how you do off. it <laughs> yeah. um like confrontation is so good and i think it's just like the root for growth as well yeah 100 percent. yeah but yeah that yeah. was your switch off that, that this, was my this, switch off this guy just, like... just Trying to macho you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just trying to macho me for no reason. I'm like, because I think I, I think I made it quite clear that I was not into his girl. And I was like, I was legit like just talking to the boys, you know. Yeah, it doesn't and matter. I, You're quite handsome, Stephen. So, um, I think- <laughs> a bit, bit eye catching. Uh, she might have wanted a smoochy smooch at the end of the pool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like um, he, he, yeah, like I'm over the situation now. It was um, it's actually pretty awkward on the train ride because um, it wasn't like when he left. Um, it was me, my friend, and and the girl. Right? Ooh, and we that's dangerous. Uh, we were just on the tram, mm. and my friend, he's really charismatic. He's a really charismatic mm-hmm. guy. Um, really easy to talk to. So he was talking to that girl, and they were like sitting face to face. But since me and my friend were like sitting beside each other, it, like, like <laughs> you know, like it was almost as if she was talking to the both of us. But I was so mute. I was so ter- like you're still off. turned off. Yeah, yeah. I was just like on my phone, like straight, like deadpan face, like so. Like yeah, you, you thought know. like you had murder on your mind. Or some <laughs> yeah, shit. She, she probably thought I was like some depressed kid or something. It's like, accurate. Yeah, but yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um. Well, that's the wrong way to make friends. Have you got like a right way or like? Oh, I knew the thing I did. Like the way I the way I approached it. Like you to approach it. Hey. Yeah. It was um. How do I, like, I would just, like, approach people and, like, start talking about what we had in common. And and that's that's how I'd, like, ease into it. But ever since high school, like, because high school, like, it's, it's I think it's easier to make friends. Mm. Maybe, um like, maybe that was because when we were in high school, like, 
not too much COVID. But in uni, I think it's a lot harder now because not only do you have COVID going on where you have to be online, but but like any chance you get friends is mainly from tutorials. I feel. Mm-hmm. I can I can definitely relate that, and also people might already know each other. Yeah, and mutuals, then you and you're finding yourself sort of trying to like squeeze in. Hey, can I come to like your Friday <laughs> night drinks or something? Like, yeah, uh, and trust it. Like, all the new friends that I've met, they have their own circles. I'm aware of that. Mm. Uh, they have their own friends to hang out with, and sometimes you just have to accept that. You know? Yeah, I don't know. It's just it it like you said. It's a lot easier to make friends in high school, but that's probably because you're situated at that place and you sort of have to make friends. And yeah. as humans, you're like. Fuck, I can't be alone. I can't be alone. Hey. I had a friend I had a friend who entered our high school, like John Wanash, like in year eleven. Mm. And they were um I don't know why they had this mindset. Maybe because it was a science call and like you had to sit an entry entrance exam and it was like like for hard like like kids that wanted to do well, I mm. guess. And and this person just told me I'm not gonna make any friends. They told me that. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, wait, what do you mean? I, I, and then they were like, I'm just gonna sit in a classroom and just do study, like, <laughs> like recess and lunch. And I'm like, I'm like, oh shit. And and this is me saying, oh shit, because I like I need to spend some recess and lunches like studying. I so, think it's so necessary I, though. That's definitely necessary. Yeah, like, yeah. To study. Like I think, like I did it. Um, I did it because like like, out of necessity, and maybe, like, I want to do well in a particular test, but if you're going to spend all your lunches and recesses <laughs> just studying and not, ma- like, making making a purpose not to make friends, I was like, hey, that's a bit dicey. <laughs> it and is a like, bit dicey, like, hey. Like, you need friends, like, <laughs> Yeah, for like, sure. Yeah. And that's, this is a good segue into our uh, next topic, because how do you maintain those friendships? Oh, yeah, mainta- oh, maintaining friendships is difficult. I actually, um... Um, like, okay, my close circle of friends is, like, four people. Um, and I'm just going to name drop without last name dropping, if that's all right. Uh, Go ahead. Like, Jen, Joanna, and Max. And two of them uh, have just left. <laughs> like, one of them's yet to leave, but, like, two of them are going to leave. And one's just gone to Brisbane to study because uh, they got a university offer. Right, and and they're gonna live there because their family's over there. Ah, okay. And the other one um is gonna go to exchange to China for a year, and I'm like, <laughs> this is half my <laughs> this is half my close friend group. I've got like, yo, <laughs> you know. And so maintaining friends is like, there's there's an the aspect you can't control in where and they just leave the geographic region. Or yes, whatever. and and hence your situation as well. Yep. Yeah, and then there's other situations where like maintaining these friendships becomes like an aspect of um like how much should you uh like contact this person you know like um because you don't want to be too clingy or but at the same time you don't want to be too distant so it's like something that I've, I've actually always wondered about like how do you maintain your friendships mate i couldn't tell you um and more recently actually i find i find that I don't go on Snapchat as often. Mm. I feel like... Uh, and this is controversial because so many people use Snapchat. So many people contact on Snapchat because it's just quick. It's accessible, easy to use. But at the same time, if you think about it, you're just sending photos of your mm. face to each other. Sometimes there's conversation there. Don't get me wrong. But 
I find I found myself just sending photos to people, um, and like I thrive for genuine connections and and talking to people just like this. Hence the podcast. Yes, sir. Um, but when it comes to Instagram and things like that, when people send like texts and written things, um, I just I, I just turn off and then I, I just don't text <laughs> back. But I I think the best thing to do to maintain your r- friendships personally is just call them up, see how, see right. how they're going. And personally, I'm yet to do that. But I always find myself trying to organize events, trying to organize people to like come do something. Hmm. Um, maybe that's like big of me to say. Um, but I think just trying to allocate the time of day to see these people and make time for them is really important. Um, whether that be like, you get coffee sometimes because time is important. People have work, people have uni, people have things to do. Um, and it's not always going to be like you're by each other's side every single second of the day. Like I get that. But you just need to be switched on with your time. Calendar, mm. using calendars is amazing. Communicating properly is really, really important as well. I find that if you communicate and you say, um, let's catch up at this time, this day, next week, next month, whenever, let's lock this day in. Let's make sure we have that time together because you can't let, you can't just be like, oh, let's hang. Yeah. And then like, oh yeah, for sure. And then that's the end of the conversation because when are you going to hang? You don't keep each other accountable, right? Yeah. And I personally want to do that with people and like actually look further ahead in my calendar and be like, okay, this time I'm free. Let's hang out then. Yeah. And giving them the time of day and making sure you're fully present in that moment is how... I try and maintain my friendships. Oh yeah, yeah. Being present is something. Um, it's so important. Yeah, it's it's difficult. Like it's so difficult though. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's something like, <laughs> like I um, funnily enough, I was I was watching um, this YouTube video on like, like how to be charismatic and whatnot. <laughs> oh fuck! Is that <laughs> oh my god? No, I think he's popped, heard of him? he's popped up on my um. <laughs> Recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like how to be charismatic around oh, girls no. or like how to be more, like more confident. Is it that guy? Charisma on command. Yeah, yeah, that guy. That guy. Oh my! I've had my experience with YouTubers, right? So like, I had this phase. Uh, I hope no one's heard of these people because they're not like. I, I wouldn't go to some of them for um. If you're starting, like, if oh, you're starting wait, what's, oh, it's like Alpha Man or like... Oh, no. Oh, oh you know Alpha M. Alpha, Alpha, Alpha M. M. <laughs> <laughs> it's so bad. No, this guy's so just bad. yells at no, you. Don't, yeah, just don't watch him. Please, if you're a guy, if you're a young guy and you're looking for guidance, do, do not go to this guy. He's going to call you a stud. Yeah, <laughs> He's going to be like, no, sexy fuck. senoritas. Yeah, fuck. If, oh, if I can draw up a photo, like either on the video or like... If you can just imagine a guy in a V-neck t-shirt <laughs> yeah. in 2022 with skinny jeans, a belt, <laughs> and ankle socks. There like, are five ways to improve your style. <laughs> five ways. Five ways. <laughs> and, then he, and then he inserts like his promotions yeah, in, literally, in the middle. He's like, I have a jumping rope, by the way, so if you want to get fit, like, <laughs> buy my jumping rope. He's yeah. like, like, the first way to get a woman is... <laughs> <laughs> Like, he draws you my cologne. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He draws you in with the. Yeah. This is how you get a woman. <laughs> You've got to smell good. <laughs> I'm like, bro. And then, so I trans like, okay, okay, sh- like, like, yeah, I, 
<laughs> I was young, okay. But we, I, I okay, did watch as a then. as a young male mm. growing up watching YouTube, having technology, access to those <laughs> things, you're bound to come across yes. Alpha FM. <laughs> you're bound to. It's going to pop up in your recommended. There will, <laughs> there will be a night where you are just feeling shit. <laughs> and you'll be like, how to be more confident. <laughs> yeah. It will pop up. <laughs> He'll be there. <laughs> He'll be there for you. <laughs> but trust me, you don't, you don't Do want to. Do not that. listen to him. Do not listen to him. Anyway, continue. Yeah, after after uh, after I went through Alpha FM, <laughs> I, I started to realise that this guys it's not it <laughs> and then uh then i switched to tmf and that was teaching men's fashion oh that guy and, yes i was and, i was thinking of that guy's name and then this guy was like yeah i was like all right he's, he's a bit more mature but then as i just started watching more and more of his videos i'm like this guy's just promoting <laughs> like yeah. every video is, like <laughs> there's no video where it's just real talk you know like um i just don't get that and so, so those two um male influencers have fucked tons of followers yeah. I think I think Alpha, like whoever the fuck he is, has like ten mil yeah. subscribers on YouTube, and it's just crazy how many of them would be like fourteen year old, thirteen year old guy, like boys. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, oh my god, this is how I'm gonna. Be. No, check the comment section. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If anyone wants to have a good laugh, just check. The, just have the, a com- the comment section's just like you've saved my life. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. We're shitting on these people, but uh, I actually have a few people. Oh, I have. I've been listening to um, a few podcasts and like some influencers that I follow yeah. who uh, actually number one right now is probably nine to five fitness. Um, mm-hmm. Two blokes, Australian chat of all things um, like uni student life um, and like just how to maintain your fitness and like how to build strength. Two young guys, very passionate, talk about lots of like mental health things, especially for young guys mm-hmm. um, get very vulnerable on the podcast. So um I very much look up to them at the moment. If you want to check them out, they actually have really good advice. Um, as a young male, you know, sometimes you just don't get the self-help or the things that you might need to hear. And they go into a lot of really deep topics. And I guess, like, I want to reach that level of maturity and being, like, able to discuss those kind of topics. But I'm guessing by your face, you haven't heard of them. <laughs> no, I haven't. 9 to 5? 9 to 5 Fitness. Uh, I'll plug them there. Um, really good. Honestly, yeah. so good for... Um, just like any sort of young men out there with guidance. Um, oh, for guidance, sorry. But yeah, what what were you going to transition into, I guess? Like, oh, yeah. You, like, went, you went from <laughs> them to Charisma on Command. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. Well, I saw Charisma on Command and it was just like, um, and this goes back to being present, hey? <laughs> like, they were just talking about like, oh, um, like these really charismatic celebrities are like really present in the moment. But, but this guy that runs the channel just... It didn't really go into, like, how to be present. Mm, and mm. I feel like, um... Like, at least he... And I've, I've read a couple of books on it. And they're, like... They're kind of weird tips, bro. Like, they're, like, twinkle your toes. <laughs> like, oh, like, what? Really? No, no, no. Oh, like, they, they're, like, um... Start with thinking about, like... When, when the other person's talking, just, like, feel grounded. And, like, um feel the nerves in your toes and whatnot. And I'm, like... <laughs> I've, I've, never, I've never tried that um, Yeah, okay, cool I think, well, it relates back to um, I guess with Charisma What is it, On Command? Yeah um, it, it again, like he gives lots of good tips But he doesn't go into depth, I don't think mm. I think judging by like a few of the videos That have come up on my feed that I've clicked on and be like, mm, wonder <laughs> how to be more confident around girls <laughs> like, like that sort of stuff, you know um, a- Anyway, he 
like like the self-help book, you can pick and choose. Yeah, Interpret definitely. it how you will, sort of thing. I think that's the advice you take from self-help and like anyone that's offering advice because realistically, you have to go out there and learn. Yeah. You make mistakes, you get back up. You make mistakes again, you learn from that, you get back up. That's sort of, that's sort of the cycle that we are in mm. in terms of living a life that's like prosperous and like fulfilling you bounce back from mistakes and i think that's like the ultimate like satisfaction of life like yeah. being able to fuck up but get back again i think yeah 100% yeah like um something that i've just like learned recently cuz uh in was it november or december but i think it was december i had i was in this really dark time like this place where like i've just never occupied things were um Things were really, really bad. Let, Is this twenty twenty one or twenty twenty? Twenty twenty one. Oh um, wow! And it, and it was about the time, and we can get into this. Um, the Airbnb. If you're comfortable, man. Yeah, hundred percent. Like I had, like for context, I had this party, uh, and and it was at an Airbnb, and mm, for legal reasons. <laughs> <laughs> just, just before I get too into the topic. Yeah. Okay. So this just, is uh, uh, think think <laughs> tread, tread like, lightly. It's a fabricated story. So this is just for the podcast. <laughs> this is not real in any means. So a lot of this is exaggerated as well. <clears throat> right? For so just content purposes. <laughs> and yeah, for content purposes only. So so if Drew, you're watching, <laughs> know what's up. <laughs> no, but okay. So I'll, I'll get into what happened. It was my 19th birthday party. And we wanted to go somewhere special. Right, and so I basically rented out this apartment. It was really, really nice looking, mm-hmm. very bougie. You were there. It was, it was quite exquisite. <laughs> it was very exquisite. It had you, like a yeah, had had a spa. Mm-hmm. Very sexy, very beautiful balcony view. Yeah, awesome marble floors, and interior <laughs> design. But we won't get into much detail because yeah. we might <laughs> it might get too specific. <laughs> no, Maybe <but> vague, <laughs> boys and girls. Vague. Yeah, yeah. I don't know the location. Maybe Geelong. <laughs> oh, it's like. It's like overseas. Was it? <laughs> yeah, I was overseas. <laughs> hey. um, but yeah, so so I invited um, thirty of my dedicated friends to go overseas. Who <laughs> <for my laughs> flew during COVID times? Yeah. We got we got our permits yeah, and everything. <laughs> yeah. So so like we booked it for. And I, I'm I'm assuming some people do this. Um, like we booked it for four people and. And we had 30 people over. <laughs> so then I'm just... Red flags. <laughs> Red flags. So, so like, okay, okay. I understand if it was, like, um, like, taken, like, I, I trusted everyone there. Like, um, the people that I invited were very mature. Like, everyone was super cool, super nice. Um, I, I had a lot of trust in the people there. So I didn't expect anyone to trash the place. And that's not what happened. Um, but anyways, we, we, during the night, um... Actually, before the night even started, when we were going to the Airbnb, so it was me and my mum, because <laughs> we were going to set up there, and, and we had this trolley, like, stacked with food. I'm, like, talking, st- like, absolutely stacked with food. And like, it was, a like a Costco trolley. Yeah, a, a Costco trolley. <laughs> yeah. With, like, and you know those B-pong, like, cups? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we had the those. red cup. Yeah, red cups. <laughs> Right, right. So we had those like visibly on the outside of the trolley. So, so me and Mum were like, "All right, well, check-in times at two p.m. Like, what could go wrong? We'll just check. We'll, we'll go up there. We'll go, and then as we go up, we see the host, <laughs> and the host sees us, and he just looks at our trolley and looks at us. And and by the way, this place is like strictly no parties. 
right? Ah. Uh, so strictly no parties. <laughs> and then um and then he's like, "You guys aren't holding a party, are you?" And we're like, "No." We're, we're, uh, no, we're uh, just um, <laughs> giving you some cups. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're like, what? What you mean? You mean these two sushi platters, a stack of sushi, and this cake? These three cakes and these these red cups? No, we're not throwing a party. So, so I was like, I was like, no. But mum was, mum was a lot faster thinking. She was like, um, it's my husband's anniversary, husband and my anniversary, and I was like, and I was like. Okay. <laughs> and, deep then, breath, deep breath. <laughs> and then the airbnb host was like oh, okay uh just make sure no parties because this is strictly no party so he said that again anyways we go in we set up everyone starts arriving and and i get a message from my phone the airbnb host is like you know this is no parties right we have very <laughs> strict policies on that uh just so you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, just if i didn't make that clear enough already <laughs> and then i was like then i replied to him and i'm like yeah 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 like Hundred percent, no parties at all. <laughs> no way. I would. That's the last thing I would do. And oh no! He's sin, people, mate. Your rice purity score is going down. <laughs> <laughs> like, like more people start arriving, and um, and like a lot of people at this party haven't met each other, so it was different. It was a lot of a mix of different friend groups, oh, and, like different circles, and and like as people get to know each other, like it's a lot of talking, like it's more loud, and so as like the room becomes more and more loud the more I start to like shit myself right because <laughs> I'm like I'm like holy shit I did not imagine 30 people to sound like this and right? um again marble floors yeah the marble not floors. acoustic foam or blanket covered <laughs> no. so noise travels <laughs> yeah noise okay so um just a little more context we were situated on um actually let me let me are you detail. gonna retract that yeah i was <laughs> no, i was about to be like mm. <laughs> <laughs> you could hear us from two two rooms away i'll say that and and um this story is purely exaggerated as well so. your mum and dad are having a good time <laughs> yeah no sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah mum and dad were no, the was, time of their life with their <laughs> anniversary <laughs> so romantic we ate so much <laughs> and um so so what happened was yeah the sound got louder at one point in the in the night like a neighbor actually shouted at us they were like they're like keep the fucking noise down and then um and like we were all actually like again we weren't we weren't the actual party like rowdy type like this is this was a lot of people's like first times in terms of parties or like mm. gatherings more I should say um and so and so we we shut up you know because it was the night time like we we understood that not like like people want to sleep you know so we wake up and then and then we got we get like threats and like from the host and they're like oh we know you threw a party like we're gonna if you even leave a bit of rubbish we're gonna sue and then so we pack up we we leave the place exactly as it was and and we head out like uh, when i'm talking exactly how it was it was like immaculate like maybe maybe we we cleaned it so much that it might have been even more clean than how we (laughs) than how we entered you know like it was spotless and then um and then and then yeah so we got this 6k fine it was it was like six thousand dollars they tried to claim for 6k holy fuck and it was like five thousand dollars for the marble floor and one thousand dollars for the jacuzzi now, now I could understand noise claims or something like that, but 
but okay, we're we're 19 years old. What are we gonna do to a marble floor, right? Like, like no, uh, to my knowledge, deadlift competition. <laughs> yeah, no, just slamming weights. To, to my knowledge, no one was deadlifting. Like, <laughs> no one was running a construction site <laughs> inside the. Just someone brought a jackhammer. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, like, like that. That no, like the claims are just bullshit. And like, um, and and even on the jacuzzi, like apparently they found like cigarettes in the in the filter and like no one there smokes okay like no one has smoked and it's it, it was just bottomless claims and um we and like i actually like went on reddit to see if this was a common thing and apparently it is so i i yeah. sorry to jump in uh, mm. i'll let you continue um but i recently went to um like down by the beach side had an airbnb uh with like sort of the dsa committee and everything um we left and apparently, yeah, people actually just charge you, like, clean-up fines and, and all these different, um, like, legal actions are taken. Like, you can add on top, like, fines and then they add up into money and then that's extra on top of, like, what you pay. Like, the original fee. Yeah. Is that what you were about to say? Or uh, you t- <laughs> it was, like, well, ours is, like, they didn't, they didn't really um, try and make us pay for extra clean-up like they did for you. Right, but like damages, like yeah, do they, they just they claim just, for damages? They were like, oh, the marble floors like tarnished because you spilled alcohol in it. <laughs> like, Wait, but how does it? And, so I, and I did the scientific research. I'm like, like, no, it doesn't. It doesn't ruin it at all. Wouldn't it's, it just like sit there <laughs> yeah, and then dry and, out and it'd be yeah. sticky? Yeah, or yeah, something like that, right? But it wouldn't like r- completely ruin the marble floor so fast like that, you know? Especially over like what one night? No way. And they took photos of like where. Um, it was quote unquote tarnished, right? And and okay, um, like those spots that they took photos of, we didn't spill any. We didn't spill any alcohol on the like floor, like, and the spots that they took off, like we certainly didn't, you know. So it was it was like really bottomless. But you were saying with like your claims? Yeah, that was just saying like there was shit on the ceiling. Oh what? I was like, how? <laughs> like, did you did you refute that? I, I don't know um, the ins and outs of it. I think a part of the committee has like sorted it all out and stuff, but mm. apparently it is quite common. And because we're young, because we're uni students and don't really know any better, like finally getting a taste of freedom, people might take advantage of you yeah. and be like, no, you fucked this up. Like this is broken. So that's why you got to like take photos of everything before you go into the house. Yeah, 100%. That's uh, after, after you leave the house as well, mm. you have to take photos and make sure that this is how we left it, this is how it arrived as well. Nothing else can, like, be wrong. Yeah. So, that's a tip for you people if you're <laughs> ever hosting an Airbnb that's and um, <laughs> and break the rules. Like, <laughs> that is a smart Because I, I think we broke the rules too because uh, we just touched toes, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Um... um yeah, because we broke the rules as well. It was like, oh, we only have 10 people. We had, like, 20. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Like, it's not good on our part, but at the same time, um, I don't know. You, you know, you go to party. Yeah, party. yeah. Like, um, one, of the, one, of the, one of my mates was just like, this isn't the first time there's been a party here. Like, at the spot we, like, we both were at, you know? Like, this place has probably had tons of parties. You know, like, you just look at the place and you know, it's like prime party place, you know? It was not, it was such a nice place, open area, indoor and outdoor, mm. um, good, easy access to kitchen area, um, 
like it wasn't dangerous like you couldn't spill something and then like everyone in that area would be like yeah. oh, fuck <laughs> yeah, <true>. shit <laughs> yeah. um easy access to bathrooms jacuzzi everything you need super spacious spacious yeah. that's it for a party people who don't know each other you can mingle yeah and we were like like we knew we had more than the allowed people and we were like super conscious about like um like keeping the place clean was the first thing and then um like loud like noise we didn't like play speakers after like 11 p.m Mm. so like we were still like very conscious about that but uh, like of course noise through like talking is very hard to control Mm um but yeah that was that was definitely an experience like that was part of the darkest moment because they were like because this stuff this like claiming stuff trying to claim for 6k and like um the back and forth between you and the host that goes on for like two months like you were back and forth for two months well first you're first you're going to be talking to the host and then they're going to switch you to airbnb's like uh like customer service and and it is the most okay mate i don't know maybe if you're like 40 years old like you you've been through some stuff you're not that stressed but for me like i'm just 19 <laughs> like i'm going again i'm talking to like these really like old people right so like i'm like holy shit <laughs> it's it was such a lesson though like i i felt so stressed in the first like first two weeks i was like for, maybe in the first month i was like i was so stressed about making like i was gonna pay for it but like the whole the whole amount if i needed to right mm. but like just just having that on my conscious and like having my family like thinking about my family as a whole and us losing 6k as a whole just made me feel like really shit oh for sure and i think that shows your maturity as well like you understand you've acknowledged your mistake of obviously yeah, or like 100%. not not even like a mistake like you tried your absolute best and like it's just heartbreaking when you have like a 6k and like for some people that might be like sense but for most people and a majority of people as well, like in our demographic, that's a yeah. f- that's a lot of <laughs> that's, money. That's a fuck. That's like I'll, I'll tell you, like when I when I got the email that they were trying to like claim for six k, I legit like like I I grabbed at my hair and I just like fell back in my chair. I was like I was like, how am I gonna sleep tonight? Like I've got to tell my mum and dad that how, they're trying to claim. Yeah, for 6K, I, was, I was just you know? about to ask how how did you go about. Like, so so parents, it's like when you smash a vase or something but this one's like a 6k <laughs> this vase like, this like a 6K this is like you spill your like grandma's cremations or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> um it was so so i react uh, like i found it in my room and i'm like i'm like okay because because this was like the night that we checked actually sorry this was the afternoon we checked out right so they, sent, they were that quick they were that quick to evaluate the cost which is okay their, that's, okay, that's their, their reasoning for evaluating the cost was my best estimate. See, and that's why people like yeah. launder off other people, like other, like naive and like people, people who are non-confrontational and won't stand up for themselves. Yeah. Um, they just take advantage of them because yeah, they'll be like, well, um, to my best estimate, this, <laughs> this, this stain on the floor costs 20K <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> minimum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, the cleaning products that I acquired to clean that stain were like top notch. <laughs> like we're talking, we're talking premium quality here. Yeah. They actually did a, co- a collaboration with like Gucci or something. Yeah, like, so I used um, I used uh, Louis Vuitton alcohol <laughs> to, to clean it up. Anyway, so um, yeah, so I was re- like, this was the afternoon that that I found, like the afternoon that we checked out, and they they evaluated it in like what 
three hours. And and so, you know, when you're like, when you go home from like a party um, and, and you're still kind of like disheveled, um, you've got like bags that have got like clothes and, and whatnot. Um, you're like, you're, your body's dirty. You haven't showered. Um, you've had a couple of drinks that, like the night before. So, so this, that was a state I was in. Okay. And so and so when I open this email, <laughs> I'm like I'm like, yeah, I I'm, <laughs> I had some really dark thoughts. Yeah, I was like I was like Shh, like I'm I'm ready. <laughs> and then No way. No, nah, cuz really? um, something else happened during the night. Okay. I um someone I liked was just I I felt like they were just avoiding me. Like I didn't get the chance to talk to him. So so like and th- that person was like yeah, I was just super anxious about that relationship, that that friendship and that relationship, and so that anxiety mixed with this whole new bulk of anxiety from Airbnb just made me like really, really, um, really feel like the weight the weight of the world was on me, and and some family stuff as well. Um, we don't that, have to go into that if you're not comfortable. Like, oh yeah, it was just some. Um, it was yeah. It was just with parents, like um, some stuff that I didn't, I didn't re- that I found out and that I d- didn't really like. So all of that was like on me. Like three, three pretty big things were on me, mm. and and so I just collapsed in my chair. And then I just um, I was like, what do I do? And in moments like these, um, two things came to my mind, like. Avatar: The Last Airbender was something I watched growing up. All right, and this quote—this <laughs> quote will always stick with me. And I, I'm not gonna read the quote word for word, but the essence of it was like, "In your darkest times, you're most open to change, and you should give yourself inner hope, inner strength." Okay, um, but really focusing on that most open to change, I feel is like I love that huge. I love it. Yeah. Like when you're at your lowest low, you're that's when, that's when you could that's when you have nothing to lose, and you could just pull a one eighty. You could just flip, change, mm-hmm. you know, and and that's something that I gripped onto. I was like, okay, things, things are really really bad now. I feel like I'm at my lowest low. However, I it's like it's up to me. Like I have the power, um, to change this, right? Like like yes. I can sit here and I could I could lie on my bed and I could be worried about it. But how about how about I try to do something about it? How about I try to go on Reddit, see if people have similar stories? Maybe maybe I'm not alone, you know? Maybe I'm not alone in this Airbnb fight. And I wasn't cuz like people have like there was a story where some guy like had issues with a with an air conditioner and they tried to claim 6 a 9k for it. And it, it was crazy. Like I found out I wasn't alone. Um, and I picked myself up and, and I did what I could to get back on my feet. And it's like, so that comes to mind, that, that quote from Avatar, from, from Uncle Iroh, right? And, and the second thing that helped me through it was my sister. She is like the most self-assured person like I've ever met. She's, she's so confident in her advice giving and her opinions that it makes you feel safe and like it gives you hope it gives you so much hope it makes you feel like nothing's gonna touch you because she said it you know like just because she thinks nothing's gonna happen it's almost like you know nothing's gonna happen just because she said it so that's like 
her and that Uncle Ira quote were just like really helping me through that. Talk to us a bit about your sister. Yeah, my sister. What kind of a person is she? She sounds like someone that sounds like someone that inspires you. Yeah, she does definitely. She's um, I mean, don't get me wrong. We're we're siblings, two years apart. She we have our fights. Uh, but but she's definitely someone I really admire and look up to. She's very competitive. So she will. Okay, here's the thing with my sister. If she knows she won't win at a game, she won't play the game. <laughs> she will not lose. Like that's her motto: not losing, only wins. Okay, so so she won't participate if she knows she won't get a guaranteed um win. So, so she's in that way. She's not a gambler. Okay, she's very safe, and she's also like very hardworking. She'll be very tough on herself if she doesn't get um what she was going for, the goal that she was trying to achieve. If she doesn't get it, she thinks it's the end of the world. That's how seriously she takes it. Like, if she doesn't get a certain grade, or if she doesn't get a certain job position, she's like, it's it, I'm done. I'm going to, I'm going to like, uh, you know, I'm going to commit. And then, and then I'm like, because I've been, I've been rejected from a job before and I'm like, okay, on to the next one. Mm. And I think, I think a lot of people have that mindset. Yeah, I think, um, and not, no, nothing against your sister. I think the do or die mentality sometimes can be taken too far. Mm, 100%. Um, I don't think it's a s- sustainable um, move or mindset to be in. I think in life, there are ebbs and flows. You have to go through like ups and downs in order to reach your dream. I don't think like it's always an upward trajectory. So like props to your sister. I'm sure she's like... <laughs> like a very high achieving student and like is very diligent and can achieve all these things i think just having that growth mindset and that like humility i think and being able to be vulnerable and mm. and take your losses sometimes take it on the chin but move on is an important skill but um how did she help you in this situation i guess like providing that mm. light providing that guidance or did you did you take this one by yourself <laughs> you're sort of like nah fuck this this is my it's my <laughs> well, issue she, i'm gonna fix me, it she gave me a lot of opinions on um on the on the airbnb situation the situation with that friendship and and they were like they were honest opinions um which i could really see but they it also helped that they were like in my favor so she didn't believe that anything would come out of the airbnb situation she was like you know like i, I she believed that I would get over it and that at the end of the day they had no grounds for the claims and with the other situation she was just like hey it's um it's unfortunate what you went through but but I think you'll you'll move on to find another person so yeah that's yeah. awesome um I want to touch back on the um person that you were talking yeah. to or like had sort of you know crush secret yeah. admiration towards and Maybe delve into your, like, what was your mentality throughout that and maybe even throughout, like, past relationships, I guess. Yeah, 100%. If you're um, comfortable. I mean, past relationships has always been a source of, um, like, they've, I've noticed that they've made me change a lot as a person in terms of growth. And, and I was actually, um, this goes back to creative writing. I'm not sure if, like, (laughs) I'm not sure if this is appropriate thing to write about, um, 
but I hope and I'm not hoping to like I'm not sure if I should because I'm not on good terms with like all of the people that I've liked in the past but but I was actually thinking of you. do you know the book like to all the guys I've ever loved no I don't actually <laughs> it's, a, it's a pretty um I don't know if that's the correct title it's definitely along those lines like to all the guys yeah like something loved. like a oh fuck you or like a oh <laughs> I miss you or something I'm, like, yeah. I'm not sure okay oh okay fair enough okay oh you haven't read it, <laughs> I haven't read it. I've, I've seen the title I'm like damn that's a busted title <laughs> I'm like that's that's sick ass yeah so I'm like I'm like um because I've had my fair share of like uh crushes I guess and and I was thinking of writing a book that was like to all the girls I've ever loved you know I respect and, that I respect that. Yeah, I I'm not sure. Like, um, it's a bit, it's a bit like, you know, like, it's a bit. Um, I gotta be, like, very. Take it takes a leap into like being vulnerable and being like emotional in this book. Um, but yeah, so I'll tell you about um this situation with with that person. Uh, we'll call her, um. Maddie. Maddie. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Come on, Maddie. <laughs> yeah, so so me and Maddie met in May. And, oh, oh, yeah, May. And from the start, she actually looked like um, this girl I had a crush on in year seven. <laughs> and, and, and this was like the hugest, this is my first crush ever, right? And, and I had a huge crush on this girl in year seven, like for two years. Two Sheesh. years. A two-year crush. And I didn't talk to her. <laughs> Oh my I god! Like, I was so scared. I was so scared, and and so um, when I when I like met Maddie, who looked a lot like her, I was like, wow. <laughs> I was like, I was oh like, no! I was like, no. It was it was it was so immature. It was really really off looks, and and I just felt compelled to get to know her because I was like, because um, like to girl, make up for the girl that you never got a chance to speak to. Yeah, yeah. I never got a chance to get to know that girl because she, um, she just, because she was actually from my tuition group and she just moved away from it. Mm. So with Maddie, I was like, oh, I'm kind of like, like interested to see who is this person, you know? And so, yeah, I got to know her and she was, she was a really nice person, but, but my gut was like off the bat, just telling me, I don't think we're like, you're compatible with this person, you know? And I should have listened to my gut, but I think um, I think I was just like too caught up, in like looks, which is mm. really like, it's really shitty. <laughs> it, it's, it's a really shitty shy. thing, I think. Um, and sorry to cut you off. No, I think okay. um, as young men or young people in general, we're we're very and like growing up in a generation where social media is such a powerful outlet and image is so important and how you look determines like what people think of you all these different factors of course we're going to fall into the ideology uh ideology that like well i want to be talking to someone who's attractive Mm. and like yeah like you want an attractive like partner you want someone who you enjoy i guess smooching or (laughs) you know doing the sexy time with but i think as you grow up you mature and it boils down more to like how do they support you uh, and your well-being how do they lift you up how do you support them as well are they good for you do they lift you up do they lift you down um, I feel like I just went on about support <laughs> like three points but um, are they good for you yeah 100%. do they make you a better person those sorts of things those those intricacies 
and they're really deep topics, but you you grow up and you start to appreciate those things a lot more. I yeah. Think. Yeah, so 100%. It's um, a good learning experience, that one. Like, just seeing someone for their looks. Mm. But continue, sorry. Yeah, no, no, no that's all good. Um, I, de- I definitely did see her for her looks at the start. And, but, but I, like, halfway through, um, I guess I just took a step back and I was like, I was like, this is, like, I, I realized that's a side of myself. And I was like, this is kind of, like, unfair to that person, you know? And so... And so I took a lot more of like a like a reflection on like why do I like this person and and what I try to like well not really tried but what I just realized was hey this person actually makes me like a lot better of a person like they made me a lot more organized and and yeah they just made me like focus on studies more like prep a lot more for exams not so only not only so that I could help like her and the others around me but like for myself as well so so and definitely in like university she helped a lot um but but what i should have also realized was that yes she's helped uh she's like helped me and and she's she's been emotional support as well um but but i should have realized that there was just no romantic like kind of air to that you know Mm. and so and so like at one point um i started doing a lot of favors actually so i was like um she was sick one time and (laughs) and this was like pretty simp behavior for me but we love a good simp (laughs) yeah she was like really sick and then i actually went to my coles and i got her a bunch of like um like medicine that treated that sickness and like fruits and whatnot and then i drove up to her house to give it to her and and I do a lot of other fa- favors here and there, and then it just got. I I don't think I should have done that because then. Do you feel like you're sending the wrong signal? <laughs> I well, I think I sent a signal from doing that already. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, she knew, <laughs> she knew that I liked her, but I think it wasn't a good idea because you're when you do too much for someone. There's always like um, like there's. It should it should purely come out of a of a um of a like a good will kind of thing. And and I thought that was the case for me. Um, that I was doing it out of like goodwill. And I certainly was in that moment. It's just that as these things start to like as these favors start to accumulate and as you start to like um I guess invest more in the relationship, you do like you do start to to feel like um, you're expecting a bit more from the other person, uh, which is not good. To I, be can, I can definitely relate uh, with that. Um, I've had a lot of past relationships where, you know, you give, you give, you give, you give, um, and then you start to, like, you, like nothing changes from, uh, from their end, but because you're just giving so much, you expect more. And yeah. then I think as a, as a generation growing up, we we tend to expect things a lot more and i don't know where it's come from um but it, it's just this yeah uh, do you remember ob the expectancy theory oh, shit yeah. like that. yeah like, i remember that <laughs> that's how Stephen and i met i feel like we didn't even go through <laughs> that. but um yeah like things like that it's like i'm doing all these things why aren't you giving back to me yeah those sorts yeah. of things um i completely relate with that and i think 
at some points, like in my life, that's led to breakdown in relationships or friendships as well. And it's yeah. not, it's quite narcissistic actually. Yeah, hundred percent. And I'm not calling you a narcissist or or myself one, but it, it it's a tendency and it's like a a really shit behavior that I don't even know where it stems from. Yeah. Like, I feel, I feel, I felt so shitty that I was expecting things. Yeah. Like, this person doesn't owe me shit. And, like, why am I expecting shit from them? Uh, so, so I was just like, God damn it. I gotta, I gotta stop this. And, and I did. And, um, I try to, I try to, like, focus more on the friendship, uh, aspect a lot more and, and not do these sort of, like, huge favors so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. The, but what I found was, like, it just didn't seem like they wanted to be friends, you know, uh, at the end of the day. Because, yeah, I actually sent, like, two messages and then they just, like, kind of, like, reacted and then just didn't reply. So, so it just felt like, yeah, it was an eight-month friendship that kind of... Just cut it ends. Yeah. And it was, to be honest, it was, like, it was painful. I, there was a... There was a uh, period of time where I was like, how am I going to get over this? This is like... Like, in a way, you were dating. No, 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 no. Actually, that's a bad wording. <laughs> no. In a way, you, you it felt like a breakup. Yeah, a friendship breakup. And it was tough because I, I, like, I wanted to rekindle that friendship, but but that that wasn't reciprocal. For sure. Um, we've got a few... Like, we've gone really good for time. Um, but we have a... Like, last topic, I guess. You've got growth written down and... I think this ties in really nicely. You talk about, I guess, like being desperate and being a fuckboy. Like, do you want to expand oh, yeah, on those points? Yeah. And then, yeah, you can go from there. Well, this is this is like a turning point in my life, actually. Um, yeah, in like year 10. <laughs> the classic year. The classic, <laughs> the, where where, me, where everything went down, man. Like, like year 10, it, was, it was horrible. I, I came from a school, like, um, that, like... Um, that just, like, I didn't, I don't know, I just didn't really have many interests in people then, but when I came to this new school, I was, like, yeah, I was, like, a lot more interested in people, and, like, I guess I kind of, like, um, focused on, like, getting a relationship and all that, hmm. and so, and so, it was horrible, man, like, I was, I was, like, um, really, really desperate, I was, like, talking to, uh, not talking to like more like more than one girl at once but like i would like a girl i would talk to her and then i'd like after like two weeks i'd move on to someone new and that was like so shit oh fuck that was actually so bad and and i'd be like even even around like um the boys like i'd be talking about like like girls you know like when you know like there are other stuff to talk about you know and it's that locker room conversation that lots of young men have had regretfully Yeah. yeah um and it's disappointing because we want to be respectful and especially in this day and age, like things are progressing a lot smoother. Mm. Lots of people are becoming more aware of like, like general courtesy and common courtesy towards women or, or everyone in general. And I think as young men um, growing up, we, we are, I don't know, we surround ourselves with lots of shit conversations and really just objectifying misogynistic conversations. I don't know if that's like the pathway you're going down, but I just know from personal experience, they've just been like really just like, would you say that with your mum there? Absolutely uh, not. Personally. 
it was um it wasn't misogynistic it was more like it was more like uh oh i just have this crush on this new girl and like, oh okay I, fuck I, I okay i just read <laughs> i read too hard into that then yeah. no, never mind no, no no that's okay no that's okay i i no i but i didn't like i was not being misogynistic and i would never like i don't think i've ever like stepped on that side of the line um it's just awkward but, to be a part of that's yeah. that's my like ick i'm just like really like do you want to do you actually want to say that so, i don't know yeah um did you find yourself falling into this rabbit hole of like just l- only like, talking about girls yeah yeah like i would just have a crush on a new girl and like it would it would be uh, it would just be bad man like it would um it would really really like like i was so unaware of like people like getting annoyed at it because like that's it wasn't i wouldn't say it's like um it was like 90 percent of what i talked about i'm guessing uh but what what really made me appreciate um this like learning experience was that one of my um friends at the time like like stopped me at like a recess or lunch and they just told me like hey because i was part of a big like kind of asian group at that point and they just stopped me and they're like hey um like just so you know like the group's been a bit like um upset with you or like annoyed at you because you've been like talking about like having crushes and girls all the time like that um we're just really annoyed at that and i think you shouldn't do that because it comes off as like really fuckboy and desperate behavior and and i like i had no idea at all that that was the case that the group felt that way and so when i heard that i was just like so grateful i like i i did feel like like a little hurt um of course but i was the feeling of gratefulness just overwhelmed it like significantly i was like I was like, holy shit, like, that is, like, now taking a step back and reflecting, you are so right, and the group's so right, and I, I just, like, did, I just, like, <laughs> it kind of, like, I, I took a step <laughs> where I just didn't talk about, like, girls, and, like, um, even, like, the girls in that group, I just didn't talk to them, you know, like, I just wanted to give everyone a lot of space in that, in that regard. Fair enough. Did you feel ashamed? hundred percent yeah. yeah I felt so ashamed I was like um it, it was a a positively uh a positive almost like a positive scar yeah you know? um and I think uh, dating back all the way to the conversation that we've had we've talked about confrontation as like a really healthy turning point yeah that's exactly what you've just brought up hundred percent confrontation yeah. leaves like you said a healthy scar yeah. you feel a bit ashamed you feel mm. a bit like oh fuck like it takes you off guard because you just sometimes you just don't know your behaviors yeah and yeah. you just do it subconsciously like this is normal but um props to your friends for oh, yeah, huge like, props to him if it wasn't for him i'd probably still be a lot more socially stupid and yeah like a exactly. lot more of a dickhead to be yeah honest. so the fact that he could even like build up that courage and and like approach you and, yeah. and be like hey man like this isn't cool can you stop shows that they're truly like a good friend yeah yeah 100 percent. that was um that was a very like i appreciate that act so much like it was um yeah it was it was definitely a, a 180 switch in character to be honest um and like there were there were more moments where where i um where i grew i think like certainly from from experiences um 
like with like after after that stage where I kind of like took time and like just like didn't associate with girls like when I did have a crush on a girl after that like that was like that taught me a lot you know and like even friendships um have taught me a lot like about like being honest you know like sometimes like the extent of honesty is something that I've I've always like thought about because there was this one time where I was I was with um mates on a train and and like I I'd tell this joke and I was like this isn't a really good joke like it wasn't really that funny but this this one of my friends was just like that was he was just like you're not funny like that <laughs> <laughs> like, like just straight to my face and I was like so quiet after that because like like everyone it was literally like you know like like there were other jokes going around that were funny and and people like laughing and like I think um everyone was like I don't I don't really mind but everyone's probably gonna fake laugh over my joke <laughs> and I wouldn't mind that you know but it was such a it was such a weird moment when that happened like you're you're not funny and then and then even even my mate that was like sitting next to me was like yo like you didn't need to say that bro that was kind of like that was kind of rude and so like lessons i've learned from friendships treating friends as well like yeah definitely definitely a lot yeah for sure um and i think oh, i keep saying like as you grow up and all those things but like uh, yeah as you grow up um you'll learn that honesty is like truly truly important um yeah and yeah i think we've all had our fair share of just like uh, internalizing a lot of things and not saying it, but I think the best way to do it is just verbalize it. Be honest. It you do reap the rewards, and as uncomfortable and as awkward <laughs> as it can get, um, the benefits are like so, so much better. Yeah, hundred um, percent. I remember in lots of relationships and even friendships as well. Like sometimes you just hold back and you're like, um, like I'm feeling some sort of way, but I don't say it. I don't communicate it. Yeah. more recently and especially with uh, I think Isika like is really good communication communicating being honest with how you feel in the moment no matter how shitty or like petty it might sound obviously like pettiness like you go, go to a certain extent you should stop but um yeah just having honest conversations and and I think so I work at Lululemon we do like clearings mm. and this is a time to sort of just express how you feel it's a moment, it's a time capsule where you express what you're feeling, what your mental is like, like, do you want to be on the floor serving customers? Are you in the right headspace and those sorts of things? Um, and that's something that um, I think I want to implement with friendships. Like, are you actually okay with this? Like, are you comfortable? Like, right now, like, as we're talking, yeah, are we okay? Yeah. Like, those sorts of things. Like, those check-ins mean, like, they're small and you might overlook them because they're small but they mean the absolute world to like not only myself but i'm sure like your mates who are out there and might not might not talk or like speak as openly until you offer them the opportunity and create that safe space for them to sort of verbalize how they're feeling yeah i don't know that's just something that i really truly appreciate about honesty and it's like sometimes you have to learn that the hard way sometimes you could listen to a podcast and uh, <laughs> yeah, potentially and, and learn that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But. Yeah, like, I, I really fuck with those check-ins. And, like, honesty is such, like... the uh, Something I learned with honesty is that... Because I've always thought... And a lot of people go to me, like, Hey, Steve, like, I've got this situation going on. Like, what should I do? 
and and they'll have a number of way, like ways to approach that situation. And and I've I've certainly been in situations where like I could do this, I could do that, or I could say this, I could say that. But the best thing that I've always learned is like if you're honest, if you're hundred percent honest, you'll have no regrets. Like because that will be the best decision that you you could have done that the best outcome that could have happened it's the honest outcome it's a right outcome right it's like like yes it's like you could have misconstrued the truth in a little bit like twisted the truth in a little bit that might have benefited you in the short term right or or you could have like um said this instead and left this part out Mm. and it could have like benefited your your personal image before that person but like it's either going to come back at you, right? It's either going to come back at you or that's just going to speak to the warrior that's listening inside of you. Mm. That person inside of you is just going to see this dishonesty in you and be like, is that the type of person we are? Are we this dishonest person? And so it's like the best way to approach things is just pure honesty in my opinion. Mm. Like that's it. And 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 I say that like, it's hard. Like I, st- I still oh, struggle with it. To, it's such like, a. Day. It's so hard. It's such a. It's not even a vulnerable position. It's more just the discomfort you feel from having to actually verbalize and be like, "Hey, that's not cool," or mm. like, "I don't like that." When we're in a society that double taps everything. Oh, I like that on Instagram. I like that on TikTok. Yeah. Those sorts of things. And like, if you're against the grain, it's sort of like it's not cool. It's not in fashion it's so hard to just break that barrier but as soon as you do it's so freeing and as soon as you start speaking your mind and communicating and doing these clearings you you just feel like a different person yeah 100% and you, they, you leave you let off so much anxiety from it right yeah for sure yeah. like you when i think a good example is a friend's like bantering with bantering and i say in quotation marks like they're literally putting you down yeah such as that person that you met at the start, um, yeah. but they're actually your friend, yeah. And they're putting you down constantly, and you're like, you're like, ha ha ha, like you're laughing along, and you're being dishonest to yourself because you fucking hate it. Yeah, you absolutely hate it, and you despise every word that they say, even though they're your friend, and yeah. like it might be out of goodwill. But if you don't say anything and you keep internalizing it, you're gonna one day just explode, yeah. and it's just gonna ruin that friendship. Whereas if you approach the situation and be proactive to that situation and be honest and be like hey man like do you mind if like i don't know you just like quit putting me down like i just don't feel good about it yeah those conversations are so hard to have but you have them and in the long term like you said you reap the rewards and i think karma is like so intertwined with honesty like if you're dishonest with yourself or dishonest with other people it will come back to bite you yeah things just don't rest easy when you're dishonest whereas if you're honest with everything and there's a difference between being honest and being blunt like yeah. don't be an asshole yeah don't be an don't asshole. be an asshole don't just be like you're not funny yeah yeah read the room <laughs> that's, that still hurts bro come on <laughs> yo, yo. Like, <laughs> don't, don't tell me i'm not funny <laughs> yeah please come on. just crying <laughs> give that to yourself man yeah. come on. <laughs> i'm trying <laughs> nah, but like yeah just don't be blunt or rude i guess it's like that being able to read the room but yeah if you speak from your perspective, hey, this is not making me feel cool. Not, hey, you should stop doing that because it's shit on your behalf. Just speak from how you feel. How do you feel in that situation? What, how's that making you feel? 
be honest with yourself. Be honest to the person that you might be talking to. Yeah. Read the rewards. Trust. Yeah, and that's this is like this is how I go about it. Like I like whenever I want to bring up something with a friend, I, I I like speak in very simple terms. Like, hey, I'm sad. I'm sad because. <laughs> and yeah, then I'll exactly. Just, I'll just really tell like what happened and like what I felt from it. Yeah, for sure. Like, then, thi- then, yeah. yeah. Whenever you speak from, oh god, I, I'm fucking horrible at grammar and like what the names are for like what like pronouns? No. Like, pronouns. No pronouns are like he him. Oh yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'm, no, I'm horrible too. Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> when you speak from your first person perspective, you yeah. say, "I'm feeling X Y Z." Like, it sounds stupid in theory when we're talking about it, but like, I I think when you speak from yourself and how you truly feel, people have, well, good people anyway, have no choice but to sort of respect that. Yeah. And they can do, they can do whatever they want with it because you're not offending them, you're not insulting yeah. them, you're just speaking how you feel. Yeah, it's, and I think it's, that's such an important lesson to learn. Yeah, hundred percent. It's like listing out how you feel in like the most simple way. Yeah. Like just trying to not send the wrong message. Just yeah. How it's, do you feel? That's how you. Exactly. That's how you narrow it down. Anyway, mate. Um, we might have to do a second episode because this one's gone for, <laughs> God knows how long. Um, <laughs> I might call it there, but right, all your social medias will be in the link. Perfect. Oh, perfect. in the show notes. Sorry. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. And if you want Stephen on, mate, shoot me a DM. <laughs> but 100%. A- any any closing words? Uh, I would say that growth and and lessons in life, like take them like it's look on the bright side of of uh situations that don't look so good try and see a bright side or look at it from a different angle and really do everything in your power to get yourself back up because you're more powerful than you think and and there's more ways than you think that you could um deal with that situation and i'd also say like if someone is around you is changing and they're growing like yeah, boost them up, you know, like, don't, don't shit on them for, like, hey, why are you changing as a person, you know, like, encourage that, encourage this mindset of growth more, that's what I'd say. For sure, I love that, and that's such a good segue to close, or such a good departing note to leave on, and um, we hope to see you soon, hope to see you soon, actually, I feel like we skipped over a few topics, but we'll be back, and better than ever, Um, be sure to follow at Life With Land Podcast on Instagram, and uh, Spotify actually lets you rate the show, so please drop it a five star. Um, shoot us a review on Apple Podcasts, and we'll see you in the next episode. All right, thanks for having bye me. Bye bye. Thank you. <laughs>